back to A Woman's View here on KS on this radio. Such wonderful guests with me this week. Sally Dietline is here, the executive producer at Hale Center Theater. Jill Atwood is my guest, senior communications strategist for the Department of Veterans Affairs. And Cassie Bingham is here, assistant director of the Center for Social Impact at Utah Valley University. I, I need to come back to this topic we were discussing about uh, what some universities are trying with a three-year bachelor's degree that that condenses down and knocks off about 25% of the total requirement in credit hours. And I know that higher education is under, I shouldn't say under attack, is being criticized, I, I should say, by a significant you know, portion of the population that are, is it necessary now, particularly with what you said before the break, Cassie, because of the debt that's incurred. And I am one of those people who does believe that that not, not only is it important for your job, and yes, I, but I see it as more than just a path to career. I agree with you, Cassie, that it is for the whole. Education is for the whole person. I think I'm a better mother because of my education. I'm a better radio announcer, even though I didn't take any classes in radio announcing, <laughs> because of my education. So did I cut you off, Cassie? Did you want to finish your thought? And then I want to get both Jill and Sally's thought. No, exactly. That's what I was going to say. I th and I think, you know, our our values in this country are based in our democratic values. And I worry about our ability to maintain democracy if we don't have a well-educated populace as well. Now, that's fascinating. All right, Jill, over to you. What do you say? Cost is a huge issue. And I'm sure that might be driving this decision to get kids through quicker, faster, cheaper. I mean, not only is tuition expensive, but food is expensive, apartments are expensive, and I'm sure kids, I, it's crazy. The cost of living in Utah has gone up so much. So I'm sure there's many stress factors, but at the same time, my concerns are, are the same. And in America, it's rush, 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 get it done, get through, work, fast paced. And I fear that students, especially young ones just coming in, would miss out on that holistic experience that college experience, the four years, living on campus, having a good time, you know, meeting people, relating with friends, volunteering, the whole thing that comes with college. And I feel like stuff like this would dilute it a bit. But at the same time, for an older professional, you know, it, it's, it works for different people, I'm sure. For an older professional who wants to go back and get a degree, I think this would be absolutely perfect. But again, I, I agree with Cassie. I think it dilutes the entire college experience and the education that goes into it. Mm. What do you think, Sally? Uh, well, I was I was realizing that Pathways that has had some of these things uh, approved, which of course is in what 180 countries worldwide. Yeah. I was reading. And so you know those kinds of ideas of being able to shorten the time commitment and the money commitment to be able to get some kind of practical degree in there, it makes sense. And I think that there are some kids that really aren't cut out for a four-year regimen of a broad-based education. They're just For apart. sure. Everybody mm -hmm. learns differently. So we get that. And I think that you can cherry pick uh, the kinds of things that, that those sorts of students would need. But I am really worried, as Cassie and Jill are, about a very myopic look at the world, uh, just so targeted that we miss big picture learning. Um, so much of our learning comes from understanding the history of peoples, of, of what's happened before and 
how the government works, for instance. A lot of people don't, a lot of these kids are coming out not even knowing how their own government works. I mean, and, and that is, and that's to our downfall for all of us going forward. And I also think, you know, our, we have one uh, of our, uh, one son and his wife who are homeschooling their kids. And she, you know, she has to, because of their education, both of them, they're able to really, really get in there and work with their kids on all of those levels. And we're, we're going to kind of dumb down society if we do too much of this. But I can see where some of it could be very helpful. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I yes. guess the positive is there's more choices. If, if we wanted to boil it down for those folks who, who really need it and can get the most out of it. But it's not for everyone. Yeah, good, good. I like that. Um, I I, I want to introduce this next topic, knowing that I'll have to take a break before we finish it, and that is about behavioral issues with kids in public school. I don't I don't know if you see this at the college level, Cassie, but boy, I hear from teachers, K through 12 teachers, who tell me that post pandemic they are seeing behavioral issues they've never seen in 20, 30 years of teaching. And they don't know exactly what's causing the truancy. Kids, A, just don't show up at all. It's like they just don't feel like school is a requirement, even though the law says otherwise. And the the attitude that they take, the lack of respect for their teachers, like they come to school thinking somehow that their teachers aren't worthy of respect just because they're teachers. And I don't know whether, are any of you seeing any of this? Um, I, I guess, Cassie, I want to start with you because you're in the classroom with college-age kids. Do you see this with college-age kids? I would say um, I don't know that uh, behavioral incidents have increased, but mental health crisis everywhere. I mean, it was already on the rise before COVID-19, uh, but after uh, you know we came back uh, from isolation, I've seen a marked increase in, in mental health uh, problems and, and issues. And, um, you know, we've had to, at UVU, we're just now implementing a new virtual therapy option to expand um, resources to students because the wait list to, to speak to the school therapist is just months long because there are so many students who are suffering. And, and so I think, I don't know if that's, you know, just an age difference that now it's just become nihilism. And uh, that's what I see. Turn it about. inward. Mm. Right. And I think, you know, part of that is obviously due to the isolation that was experienced. And we are communal beings that need community. I think part of it is also the uh, current landscape of our country. The divisiveness is so tolling. And I see students who should be 20, 21 year old, 22 year old students who should be feeling like they are on top of the world, just about to experience this great adventure. And they don't feel that way. They feel doomsday-ish, you know, and and it's coming from both sides that it's just constant uh, division. And I think it's really weighing on these students. And I think it was exasperated by the pandemic and all the politics that went into that. Oh, such wisdom. I'm going to get Sally and, and Jill your take on this interesting question when we come back. This is A Woman's View on KSL News Radio. Back in a moment. <laughs> 